Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. What would you do if you're facing a life-threatening pregnancy and your doctor advises you to abort? We're going to be talking to Rachel and Brianna because that's exactly what Rachel faced and the miracle that God ultimately brought Brianna to life. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. Well, our guests are Rachel and Brianna Caprioletti. And Rachel, you are now um, amazing with a story of about how God intervened in a life-threatening situation where you were advised that you needed to abort, and that abortion was because you had an ectopic tubal pregnancy, which would be fatal for you and fatal for now Brianna, but you chose life instead. Yes, I did, and it was the best choice. What's amazing is the doctor told you that he wanted to do a DNC, which really wasn't a DNC, but the nurse explained that what was really wanting to take place is they wanted to prep you right away, and they were going to abort. Obviously, that would require surgical removal of the fertilized egg, which is Brianna, from your fallopian tube and sits back up and puts you back together. But you felt a warmth coming over you. You said it was the Holy Spirit. You left. They were frantic because they knew that this patient leaving was putting um, that patient into a life-threatening situation. And shortly after, a day or two later, you went to a church, and there was a, an evangelist there. And without knowing who you and your husband were, called you both up to the front of the church and specifically said to you that there's a spirit of death residing in you. That must have made you completely shocked. How did you feel when that happened? Well, I just felt the Lord move even more powerful in that moment, went down, and I think it was like a miracle for him too because he wasn't really strong in faith at all, but I was kind of grew up in it. And it was just extra confirmation that, you know, God was moving in this very serious, um, you know, li like you said, life-threatening um, situation that I was in. And I, and he didn't know me. He didn't know him. He didn't know our situation. I mean, God was there. His presence was there. He was showing me, like, his all, his force o over this situation. And so when we yeah. got down there, yeah, it was just very, very powerful, even for Brianna's father. And then he healed you during that time, didn't he? Put that baby in your womb. He, he did, yes. The traveling evangelist had us jump up and down a few times and then turn around. Um, I, I Which you thought would, was, was pretty odd, right? I mean, <laughs> what's going yes. on here, right? But you felt a warmth come over your body. Yes, it did. It went right away and i just i just felt healed it was just a miracle there's really just not enough words to describe that miracle that happened to me that day so you um, go back to another doctor well. later on rachel uh to a military doctor and you're confirmed now 
Yes, it was an ectopic tubal pregnancy. Obviously, that is life-threatening for all involved. But now, this ectopic tubal pregnancy is gone, and Brianna is now in your uterus. But that didn't stop the miracles, because you had a significant car accident that caused you to go into significant stress, which could be life-threatening to Brianna at that time, four months into the pregnancy. And then just before you did give birth, you found out that your amniotic fluid had been leaking without your knowledge. And so that's life-threatening as well. And when you found out about that, um, you had to go through an induced uh, delivery. So Brianna, you have incredible miracles before you even saw the light of day, took your first breath outside of your mother's womb. Now you're 22 years of old, years of age. You are a student at Liberty University School of Law. You're interning at Liberty Council. What do you say about all of this, Brianna? And what is it uh, that you want to share with other people who are listening? How has it had an impact on your life and your future? It's always been a part of my story and my own personal testimony and been like something that's really guided me through through my life and like where I've gone to school, you know, and the careers that I have chosen to pursue. In the same way that my mom was an advocate for me, you know, in a situation where society wouldn't have blamed her for just listening to the doctors, for walking away, you know, to save herself. She was thinking of me the whole time and the Lord was really faithful to her. And in that same way, you know, I chose the law and got really interested in politics and policy pretty young because I wanted to be an advocate for others who really need it, um, especially today where we're seeing such an attack on life in the womb. Wow, that's amazing. Obviously, uh, I mean, you interned also at Family Research Council. Uh, now you're interning here at Liberty Council for the summer um, while you're in law school at Liberty University School of Law. Uh, I've, you obviously, just by your story, are an incredible advocate for God's miracles and the sanctity of human life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to have such a testimony like that and to feel kind of honored to have the story that you do to go forth knowing you have a purpose and a calling. And it's been really cool to just see how far that the Lord has really taken me with that and leading me to different internships and giving me a passion for the law. And ultimately, you know, for now leading me here, and I'm really excited to see where it takes me in the future. So you have a passion, obviously, for the law. Uh, do you have any idea where the Lord might ultimately lead you in the area of law? What is it that uh, is a passion for you to pursue? Pro-life policy, pro-life law. Um, I don't quite know what that looks like yet. I'm just kind of taking it one step at a time as I hear from the Lord. But ultimately, my goal would to have any sort of role, big or small, and playing a part to being an advocate for, you know, unborn babies who really don't have one in today's world. And don't worry about if you don't know exactly all the plans of the Lord, because <laughs> you just take one day at a time. Uh, when I was in law school, I didn't know exactly what all the plans the Lord had for me, and I was searching for that all the time. I knew that He wanted me in law school, uh, but those... Um, plans became more clear a time after law school until where I look back now and say, Lord, it's amazing plan that you had and just so thankful for how you have worked in my life. And I know the same is true for you because obviously you are here for a significant reason. You've already overcome incredible odds 
with regards to even being born. Right, Jeremiah 29, 11, God has a, a plan for you, for good and not for evil, to bring you a future and a hope. And we can just hear that and see what he's doing in your life as a result. So take hope in that. Rachel, um, for someone who is contemplating abortion, I mean, obviously you were in one of those life-threatening situations, but there's a lot of abortions. Most of them are not life-threatening by far. They're for other reasons that have nothing to do with risking a person's life by continuing the pregnancy. What would you say to someone who's contemplating abortion? Uh, they may have all kinds of reasons, um, confusion, whatever. What would you share in your final time with our audience? That life is its own body and their own unique DNA. And, you know, i just an advocate of not aborting babies because I see it as life. I see it as God's way forward. Well, you're, you're just an incredible inspiration where you yes. just followed step by step, just like we were talking to Brianna, just go one step at a time. You followed one step at a time, and miraculously you lurk back and you see how God opened up the doors. Mm -hmm. There is a clear spirit of death in the area of abortion. It is demonic, it's dark, and uh, this is a battle for not only what we've been through with the abortion decisions at the Supreme Court, but also the battles in Congress at the state level. Life always conquers over tragedy and certainly over death. For more information, how you can stand up for unborn children, be a voice for the voiceless, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. 1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation.